the nature of your emergency. Back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. It is exceptionally cold today. Mm-hmm. You're going to go outside and bring some wood up onto the front porch for me. I think we're going to have three days of rain here in Southern California, which is pretty unusual for us, especially because the weather is going to be in the low 50s. It's very chilly for early fall. We're having a really, really early winter. And when we were at Costco yesterday, there was somebody who said that she heard that our winter is supposed to be exceptionally cold and wet. So I'm hoping that we get some snow this year. Mm-hmm. I am very old school in the sense of paying attention to the farmer's almanac. And I think that it was incredibly wrong this year. If <laughs> the beginning of this this season is any indication of what is to come, but I'm glad about it. We had snow on the mountains in the distance for the first time in the year and that usually doesn't happen until sometime mid-December or so yeah we I mean historically we're typically dry for the most part in the early November stages and then December is when everything starts really starting to freeze more and a few years back to the Christmas holiday we had that really strange strange thing that happened where we had about a foot of snow on Thanksgiving Mm-hmm. And then about a foot of snow, was it on Christmas Day? or on, It was right before Christmas. Or was it before or after? I think it was either Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. Either way, let's say Christmas. Because for Christmas, we still had snow. There was another foot of snow. And that was very strange for us, especially considering the timing. Yeah. Let's hope for that again. I know. We have six cords of firewood out there. Yep. I'm ready to burn it all. I know. I mean, <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, crap, I need to get the horse stalls ready. <laughs> for the bad weather? Yeah. At least we got Buttercup's her, her jacket. Yeah. She'll stay nice and toasty. Yeah. Poor girl. I want to mm-hmm. bring her inside so bad. She would be so bad. She would eat Bo. That was the, the indication that we were going to have cold weather soon was because our horse's coat is so much thicker than it usually is and definitely much earlier than it usually is, which I love because when you wash her, she doesn't shed at all. Yeah, it's who needs a far, farmer's almanac when you have a horse? It's true. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we stop and pay attention to those signs, life will tell us everything that we need to know. I think so. And that's a great segue for today's topic because we're going to talk about cows and how they can actually help with depression. <laughs> And this was a a really cool topic that I learned because the word ruminate is what cows do when they're chomping down on their feed. So if you can think about the face of a cow when its head is bared down low and it's just chomping away on its feed over and over and over again, and that's all that it does all day long. It might take a step, take another chomp, and start ruminating again over and over and over again. And science shows us that the... The most happy people around us are the people that have learned how to divert their attention from ruminating on the same bad thoughts over and over and over again. And so when it comes to depression, I thought this was such a great metaphor to be able to learn how to spit out those bad thoughts and stop ruminating on them. And we could even use that as a little bit of a game. And if we're talking about those mental tools, this is certainly one that we could put inside of our toolbox and as soon as we have that that mental thought that comes up that we know does not serve us, 
to be able to picture that cow if we need to, put the words of that thought in the cow's mouth, and then picture them spitting it out and start refocusing our attention on something that is good and healthy for us. I don't know if you know somebody personally, and maybe you've been there yourself, where perhaps something bad happens or things aren't going the way that you thought that they would in life or with a particular instance. And instead of accepting that that is what it is and then finding ways to make it feel better or to rectify the situation, maybe you think deeply and start digging the hole and with one shovel at a time, it's just negative thought after negative thought after negative thought. And then eventually those thoughts start to get worse. And if we're honest, I've seen this play out with so many people, they actually tend to get pretty dark. And I think it was a great concept to be able to relate those depressive thoughts to that of rumination because none of us want to be this disgusting cow and having these thoughts that are over and over and over again if they're not serving us. And yet it's easy to go down that negative path. But when we recognize that it's happening, and especially if we start to think about it as this foul, disgusting cow just eating and chomping away over and over and over again, then I think that we're able to understand and recognize a little bit better when we need to shift our way of thinking. And we spoke in our last episode on Friday about having this sort of anchor point in life when we start to recognize that things are out of control and going chaotic. And that works very well in this episode as well, because when we start to see that we're having negative thoughts about anything, I think we can also create an anchor that allows us to start to shift those points. So when we're talking about James Clear and Atomic Habits, he talks about having an anchor all too often when it comes to creating a good habit. And so that anchor that we could use in this regard would be recognizing that you're having a bad thought or one that is not serving you when that cow starts to ruminate over and over and over again. And a great indication of this, by the way, is if you wake up in the morning and that thing is the first thought on your mind, that's usually a very bad sign and also great because it's information that we need to start changing something. And of course, that's not the the only time that it could happen. But I found with personal experience that when that does happen, it, it's usually our subconscious telling us like, hey, you need to start paying attention to me because I'm feeding this to you first thing in the morning. So why don't why don't you do something about it? And by creating a sort of anchor that could also be fun in and of itself. So we have a bad thought, whether it's first thing when we wake up or one that we recognize as becoming a pattern throughout the day. And that anchor that we could start to create could be something as simple as a memory that was the funniest time in your life. Clint running into the wall at the movie theater with popcorn and soda flying all over the place, for example. As soon as I think about that moment, I I can't help but smile because it was so fucking funny. Like pee my pants funny. And so that is like, how could you continue that negative way of thinking if you have an anchor that is such a positive reinforcement for you? It could also be a vivid imagery in your mind of the the person or people that you love the most or a family memory or a pet, for example. This is what I'm talking about with creating an anchor point. So again, you start to ruminate. You've identified what that anchor point is. And then we use that as a catalyst for us to be able to create more po- more positive thoughts for ourselves. And there are different techniques that we can employ on this. And it you might be the type of person who doesn't have, have the, the self-interest in being able to sit with these thoughts on your own. There are many people who benefit from being able to share this type of thing with other people. 
So I'm not talking about calling up a friend and then starting to word dump and ruminate all of your words onto them. I'm talking about calling up your friend and saying, hey, I've, I've been having some you know, shit happened and I don't want to talk about that. I'm okay. And I'm calling you with the intention of being able to just shift my focus away from these negative shit thoughts. Can you help me out with that? The most amazing thing would happen if you're giving the gift to somebody else of being able to share in that space with you to divert that attention and then to create focus onto something more healthy. The problem is that we lack the communication skills as a society to open up and then to voice to people when we need this type of comfort or when we need these type of things that we're trying to implement into our lives. We have failed as a society to be able to do this, not only with other people, but most importantly, the people in our inner circle. I I try my best to provide as much advice as I can on the tactics of being able to present a conversation to somebody else. And many people will come to me with the request of how do, how do I talk about this with my partner? And I think that by having these types of tactics and mostly learning that the easiest way to do this is to be the most vulnerable and honest in, in asking for what you need. We don't ask for what we need near enough. And when we do that, not only does it allow us to get what we need, but it also allows somebody else a gift of being able to be that that vulnerability comfort for us. And I think that's very important. I think the, the ruminating on something is is just something that we've allowed ourselves to fall into this habit of doing and and it goes with anything in life. It's a majority of what we do is all based is so habit based and and really getting out of that field of the negative habits and finding more positive habits and and listening to your body, listening to your mind, listening to everything that you need in life to outreach and and build a camaraderie with other people and, and just have this a positive influence instead of the negative rumination. And pretty much what it comes down to is don't be the cow. Don't be that cow on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think that that is the the most important the most important aspect of this episode is to be able to know that if you are having these ruminating thoughts that it is unhealthy and that there are things that you could do on your own to be able to self-medicate so to speak in a holistic way and that by knowing that this is taking place in the first place that is information for us and certainly not something that we should be build, beating ourselves up about. Um, and it, it's something that we're able to to do a redo on or a reboot, so to speak. My coach uses the term mistake as though it's not making a mistake, it's another take. So a mistake. So doing it all over again in a, in a different way. You're allowed to have these mistakes in your life and they are mistakes and not mistakes. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.